Hey, this is a back-to-back episode, May 31st and June 1st. It's me, Jake. Here we go. Greetings, Paul. Happy Memorial Day to everyone who's out there. Uh, Here in the United States, it's Memorial Day. It may not be Memorial Day. You may not have that where you are. Because it's uh, international, right? The internet is international. It's uh, inter... Maybe that's why they call it the internet. No, it's not why they call it the internet. Um, mm, A delicious coffee. But here we are on the international internet. Greetings. I can see that uh, some people are joining. Uh, Who's out there? Who knows who those people are? Oh, it's people who I know. Oh, Amy, uh, good to see you. And uh, Scott, greetings. Greetings to you. Flavia, hello. Um, We're doing it. Lady Jerry, my wife, Belinda, is in the house now grilling vegetables for uh, the Memorial Day barbecue. We're having some people come over. Bob, happy Monday to you, sir. Um, <coughs> I wonder if things are busy at the golf course on a Monday, on a Monday Memorial Day. Are Hello, you doing Jerry. The show? Yeah, I'm doing the show. Wow. Do you want to come in and say hi? You're a night. I said a... I would. I said I would do it on Friday, so I'm here doing it. Okay. Well, uh, I'll come I in. I just said you were in the house. I'm in my vegetables petty grilling our... vegetables. Yeah, I'm onto the. I'm onto the uh, portobello mushrooms. Hello, Ouija's here from Alaska. People are oh. here from as far as away as Alaska. Oh, oh. I owe Ouija an email because he's trying to organize a little tour for us to go to Alaska. And oh, God. Do comedy shows. And well, I want to come to Alaska. This is a fantail. It's a bird from New Zealand. It's a, one of my favorites. Mm. Are they called the Wiki Wiki? I can't remember their name in Maldi. The Wiki Wiki. Hello, Amy. Yes. How's it going? It's nice to see you all. I, I didn't realize Jake was doing a show until I came out and sort of It's at 3 you. o'clock weekdays on yes, the Book of Faces. Yes, I know. I know whether there's a Memorial Day or not. Um, yeah. he's he, he is good. I mean, you're the well, gift that keeps yes. on giving. You can see you can see us. But there's both of our heads. Uh, oh, we just, we you not. Oh, oopsie! The Mebo the Mebo is really. Oh, oh, oh. The Mebo knows Thank you, who it Mebo. Loves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mebo loves me, and yeah, it's it's seen enough of you. Yeah. you're wearing a sweater. It's I'm. It's the first day of cold. summer, you weirdo. I was cold. Oh. It's not the first day of summer is June twenty-first, uh, isn't that the uh, oh solstice equinox or oh, solstice yeah, or whatever yeah, they call the, it? Whatever you call it, yes. Okay, I've got to get back to my portobello mushrooms. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I was on my way to get the napkins that are hopefully are dry in the dryer. This is domestic bliss oh, the at its finest. Yeah. Hello. Yes, we use cloth napkins because, you, as you know, Lady Jerry's a, a staunch environmentalist, mm. and we don't use paper, and we try not to use plastic, and um, it's lovely. Well, do you have any words of memorial. motivation for today? Oh, it's motivational well, Monday. kind of, yeah. Oh, just don't care what anyone else thinks and do what you want to do, and... Forge ahead. Unless you're a serial killer. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're a serial, if you're nasty, uh, we usually we don't we don't have to put that caveat in. I don't. Yeah, I, think, I don't think any. I don't think any of our watches are serial killers. Well, darling. maybe some of the maybe some of the people who don't comment, but the regular commenters, I doubt no serial killers. I'm pretty sure. Who knows? Um, hello, Pick. Greetings. Good to see you. Three days of temps in the 40s and rain in New Hampshire. Wow. Uh, that's not. Well, that's not. Uh, nice uh, weekend to, although, you know, we all do have to salute the people who've given the ultimate sacrifice for us to have this great life that we have. Geert, good to see you. Hello, or hel- hello, as you say. Um, yeah, so motivational. I got up this morning, we had a um, 
a surprise class time change at jiu-jitsu. Usually it's a noon class on a Monday, um, but today the uh, professor called for a 10 a.m. class, and it was the most people I'd seen uh, since we've been back after the pandemic. It was really great, and I got to roll with a guy who <laughs> I thought I missed <laughs> until he choked me twice, and I think something else bad happened. He's he's quite good, and... Uh, it was really good to see him, and part of part of jujitsu, uh, if you want to get into motivational Monday, is getting comfortable in an uncomfortable situation, and uh, you know sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail, and you lose before you win. Um, but man, I my I had such a nervous system traumatic response. I, it was like an adrenaline dump and a. And not a panic attack, but I was just quite exhilarated and spaced out after class today because of my uh, roles with this guy and one of the other brown belts there. Um, those two guys are brown belts, not me. And uh, it was just, it was just a great, it was a great morning, and uh, I, it was, it was, it was really fun to see everybody back, and we're getting back at it after the pa pandemic. That's nice. I'm trying to see your comment here, Bob. You've been accused of being a serial killer because you removed some trees along a fence line at your last job, and the neighbor was convinced her entire family would be killed by golf balls within a month. <laughs> so it's good that I put the caveat in. Well, Bob, you're not a serial killer until there's some dead people. You know, I hate to. I don't want to. I don't want to crush your parade or step on your dreams, your aspirations for yourself. But unless you've got some victims. You're not. You're an aspiring serial killer. So, don't forget that. And dreams do can can come true, but hopefully not for serial killers. Not today. Not a Memorial Day. Isn't Forge Ahead the motto of the Printers College? <laughs> I don't know, Ouija. I like that. Forge Ahead, Press Ahead. I think it's Press Ahead. Is it Press Ahead? Hmm. That might be it. Um. So yeah. I uh, I was comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. I waited a little. You know what happens in jujitsu is you're you're getting choked, so the blood's getting cut off to your brain, and you it feels like a little dimmer switch is going on, and you're you're going to go unconscious. So you tap, you know, but you try and get out as much as you can until you have to tap. And I waited a little long to tap. I didn't go unconscious, but the second time, uh, this other uh, guy. My friend, my friend, who almost choked me unconscious, Ross goes, "Are you okay?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm okay. I just got spaced out because I almost got put out." Um, <laughs> Bob, no, you're not supposed to work towards being a serial killer. Aspire. Anyway, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. It's cold in New Hampshire. Do I have any material from jujitsu? I think I have a couple jokes about it. Um, who knows if I have any material, Todd, when I get back at it. Oh, I was supposed to... I talked to my friend Emery Emery, who was here on the show the other day. He's the producer of my... You know, I should have my DVDs and my specials here to plug during the show, but I don't have them right now. But he produced and directed I Love You With Me, and uh, and he'll we'll definitely do the next one together, he and I. But uh, he was talking to me today about these shows that he's done, these virtual shows on Oculus, uh, which is a 3D headset that connects to an app. Look, if <laughs> I've been text messaging for a while. I can do a live show on Facebook. I feel like I've got a, a rudimentary understanding of the Mevo camera. But uh, 
I can't completely tell you what's going on. You put on the Oculus headset, and you're in this 3D world, and then there's attendees who are at your comedy show, but they're whatever <laughs> avatars, kind of cartoony avatars, and they watch the show. But you can hear them laugh, and uh, you do your comedy show. And he said he's really enjoyed it. And this may be <laughs> Jake Fest may take place on a cartoon island. I don't think so. But if any of you are, I'd be curious if any of you are on, have been to any Oculus type comedy shows, or if you would be interested in going to one. Um, I think the tickets to the comedy shows are pretty reasonable, but the actual headset costs, uh, I haven't looked it up yet, but my friend Emery said about 300 bucks. Um, well, we're doing this today. Yes, we are, Dave. I did say I was going to do it today. Um, I did say I was going to do it today, Dave. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me. After last week, I was ready to give up, and I didn't give up. And now I'm back at it. I've decided on uh, Motivational Monday, one of the things that I'm trying to do now going forward into the future is a friend of mine, Elaine, who gave me gave me this little... Uh, uh, these are her... This is her dental uh, tooth thing for my birthday. She gave me that when she got a new one. Um, but Elaine used to have a saying... Uh, well, I'm sure she still has it. That uh, if it's if it's if it's not fun, don't do it. So I'm really trying to do the things that are fun nowadays. And uh, I have to say that while some days this feels like an obligation, on the whole, hands down, slam dunk, it's fun. Um, <laughs> Pick, you're saying, do y'all kill ants? If a big black ant gets into your house, you try to catch it and put it outside. Little ants, you crush them. Does that make you a serial killer? No, uh, pick. That does not make you a serial killer. Um, I think if, you know, the Jains, I think that's an Indian religious group where they are they're where they wear a mesh over their mouths and they don't eat, they don't want to kill anything. Maybe to them they would have a different verdict on this, but I feel like ants, insects, once they're in the house, I try and get them out too. I feel like, I remember my dad not liking when I was younger killing bugs or stepping on bugs and wanting to get them outside and uh, I think as I've gotten older I'm less I'm I, I'm I'm more that way and less interested in killing bugs but that said if they're in the house that's it you break the rules you gotta where would we be without laws um, that'd be finally be your excuse to buy the oculus uh, Todd well good to know I'll let you know if I get one um, Dave, you're saying, sorry, you missed that. been several days. Right now, five hours of sleep and four hours of kayaking. Wow, you're spent. I'm a bit spent today. It's a tough day at jiu-jitsu, so I can relate. <laughs> sorry, Jen, you thought there was no show today. Well, there is a show, and we're here. I, But, uh, but you know, it's maybe not, maybe going to be a little bit shorter show. Um, mm. Or maybe not. We've got people coming over for barbecue. We're having uh, hot dogs and sausages for the people who eat meat and uh, kill ants. And, oh, Uma's in the kitchen cooking serious Indian food. Oh, man, that sounds good, Keys. Uh, we don't have that type of a... We're not having that type... We're having uh, traditional American sausages and sausages and hot dogs. Hot dogs probably for the kids. And then we're going to have spinach madeleine, which is one of our Christmas treats. And the, our, our friend, uh, Carrie who made it the first time for us, 
is uh, treating us with spinach madeleine today. So we're going to have the spinach madeleine, we're going to have hot dogs and uh, sausages, we're going to have grilled vegetables that Lady Jerry is making, and um, and we're going to have a nice kale salad, I think. Have you created any art in the past five years? Who do you think you're talking to, question box? Have you created any art in the last five years? Of course I have. Of course I have. Little comedy specials, not uh, painting art. Um, just saying hi, but you can't stay today, Scott. I get it. It's uh, Memorial Day. you got to get out there and, uh, and do your thing. Sorry you're late, Keith. You're packing the RV for an AM liftoff. Well, well, you're getting out on the road before us. Our departure date is scheduled for June 11th, but we may be able to leave June 10th if um, school gets out in time. So that's exciting. Get out there on the road. Uh, Earl, you're saying you set them outside these days, then squash them. Bugs. Well, well, you got to have a system. Um, uh, Flavia, what do I enjoy most about training in jiu-jitsu, Flavia is asking. Um, it is... Um, oh, Keys, you have one of those fly electric fly tennis rackets, and you put new batteries in it. Um when you hit the fly, the, wa the, the wash was so bright, it startled you. Yeah, I bought one of those for the camper, uh, the, the insect tennis racket. Maybe I'll bring that on the show uh, later this week as I show you some of our things that we've got. What do I enjoy most about training jiu-jitsu? Uh, well, it's, it's physically it's a great workout. It really uh, creates a cl very close uh, camaraderie and teamwork with the, with the people that you're training with. And it's not all men, uh, men and women. And it's uh, the thing that is to me the great about, greatest about it is that it's both a hundred percent physical and a hundred percent mentally engaging. And so, while you're doing it, you can only think about what you're doing and what the person you're with is doing. And so you're com you're a hundred percent engaged with this other person in this flow experience. And uh, I've said it before, you know, the, the, when you talk about the other person that you're training with, that person is both your opponent and your partner. And that that combination of a, of a partner and an opponent and that 100% mental and physical engagement with that person is, uh, it's very powerful and addicting. Now, it's not for everyone because it is, you are often in some uncomfortable situations. And one of the sayings they have in jiu-jitsu is sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. And when you start off, you're always the nail. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's uh, but everyone helps you in that struggle and, and all the other people who are on top of you, holding you down, winning, are, were, were at one time in your position. So, but it's that, it's that flow experience with another person is, uh, is really the best. And it creates this kind of bond and it's just, I, my new favorite place to be. I do like the comedy club as well. Someday we get to go to that. Um, <laughs> Ouija, you're saying get a dozen of those fly t fly tropper, fly uh, electrocutor things. They're cheap and you can get them for everybody. Um, yeah, well, we don't have that big of an insect problem here. I bet in Alaska you really need something like that. <laughs> you used to burn ants with a magnifying glass. Bob, that's old school. Uh, I have to say that I did that uh, back in the day too. Jen, you're saying jujitsu sounds like mahjong. Yeah, maybe. I've never tried mahjong, 
when I'm looking to transition out of jiu-jitsu, I'm going to I'm looking at mahjong and go. I never played go except for the game that you do on the iPad, the go game, and it's uh, it's a bit frustrating. Um, but Jim Rains, good to see you. Dr. Jim Rains tuning in. He is the uh, musician who created the theme song for the podcast. You don't get to hear that here on the Facebook show, but uh, if you listen to the audio version of this on the uh, audio machine, you get to hear the, the the podcast theme song. Try burning fire ants with a magnifying glass. Sounds like that sounds like a roadside disaster. Um, Keith, uh, you, when you were on the farm, you would w- attach a wire to the electric fence and zap ants. Sometimes they vaporize. Wow, yeah, I think that's overkill, Keith. That's a lot of electricity um, that you're bringing uh, to bear on those ants. Yeah, I agree, Jen. Boys, <clears throat> boys. Um, well, what else can I tell you about? Our weekend was terrific. We had my bike ride. Vanula went out to a friend's house last night for sort of a, a party, teenage party, and uh, had a good time. It was out late. She didn't get home until one thirty. That's the latest our daughter has ever come home uh, in the history of parenting for us. And so that was interesting. Um, What's an SUP? That's a stand-up paddleboard, Jen. Come on. You knew that. Um, how about another question from the co- question? Are life experiences meant to be, or are we in charge of our own destiny? Uh, this is a confusing... I, I have to read this. Now, I don't know if this is happening to anyone else, but sometimes I read... I was reading this book the other day, and I go, what the hell is this guy trying to say? Are life experiences meant to be, or are we in charge of our destiny? Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes shit happens to you, and sometimes you make shit happen. Uh, so, I think you, you do your best to steer yourself where you think you want to go, and then uh, whatever happens, you got to deal with that. Happy, happy Memorial Day. Um, Oh, Pick, you saw the first fireflies of the season in your yard today. I miss fireflies. We don't have them in this part of California. I don't know if we have them in California at all. But uh, I don't think my wife or daughter have seen fireflies uh, because my wife is from New Zealand and my daughter is a child who grew up in a place where they don't have them as well. And uh, fireflies and thunderstorms, oh my goodness. Although thunderstorms are a little bit dangerous. But uh, those are two things about the Midwest that uh, are pretty dramatic and worth worth the price of admission. Well, I don't know worth the price of admission. You do have to put up with some brutal winters and then those other insects. Anyway, I, fireflies are pretty awesome. Key says they've had fireflies in Texas for a while now. Good. Um, camera pants the alien. Did it do it? Um, there we go. Let's see if I can get it to do it. The alien, there it is. Um, You're uncomfortable saying Happy Memorial Day? Yeah, I know. I saw that Kamala Harris got in trouble for wishing someone a good, long weekend. I mean, I I do think we have to go by people's intentions and not always the legalistic technicality of the way they express themselves. But I do get it. It's Memorial Day is meant to be somber, but we're all we're all having a barbecue. Um, 
Flavi, you haven't seen the fireflies in the West either. Well, that's that makes me feel slightly better. Not that you're missing fireflies, but that um, that they weren't just down the block or out in the uh, wherever they would be, Central Valley. Your buddy's bearded dragon ate a firefly. That was the that was the end of him. Really, it killed the bearded dragon. The firefly killed the bearded dragon. That's like some that's like some uh, Frodo type uh, action. Some Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Feed the dragon a firefly, boom, over. Um, starting the band of brothers, that sounds good. Uh, Keys was talking about a show that I saw in the group chat that I, I can't remember right off the top of my head. You had a downpour so powerful a few days ago that the water hit the gutter and <laughs> told it to F off and flew out. Yeah, well, our gutters are often clogged because it rains so seldom and then when it does rain you realize oh, i gotta clean the gutters but you can't clean them when it's raining and then it doesn't rain for months and you forget anyway these are the problems the bearded dragon would eat anything and everything the firefly finished him wow dave i didn't realize that uh, fireflies were deadly to bearded dragons but i have to say i would not eat a firefly well i might i'm not not before googling it I think I'd Google it first, and then I might eat it if the money's right. Don't eat the firefly till the money's right, everybody. Um, and that's a good tip. Uh, you wouldn't think a firefly could take down a bearded dragon. No, I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that at all. Um, so we've got a uh, shorter week today because today is uh, we we don't have to go to work because it's Memorial Day, and uh, next week is the week, the last week of school for our daughter and the launch of our camping trip to go pick up the camper. Um, Firefly versus Otter. Keys, I think I like the Otter's chances in that. Um, yeah, Jen, you need a Firefly when the money's right. Yeah, you got to wait till the money's right. That's my point. Um, it's one of the activities at Jake Fest. Yeah, Mary, I like it. It will have the uh, Firefly Buffet. Um, or the, well, let's do. Let's make it an insect buffet. <laughs> it's a nice insect buffet. Google half a firefly will take down a full-grown bearded. <laughs> I got to read that. Could have been a coincidence, um, but the story implied it was not. No, that's true. Keys, you ate a June bug once. Oh, now June bugs are big, biggish. Am I wrong? Like the size of a quarter, or a grape, full on three D. Let's go three D with our metaphors that's a that's a big bug anything that crunches and then gooshes from the inside that's not a kind of a bug that i want to eat any good cicada recipes i think most of the insect recipes involve uh frying or baking you want to make them crispy and uh, i do recommend a bit of uh sauce with your fried insects but that's my advice um all right Happy Monday, everybody, and uh, somber Memorial Day. This is this is a day where we pay tribute to the people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms, such as they are here enough. Um, it's time now for Seize the Day. Seize the Day on Memorial Day today. Let me put this up close to the camera. Seize the Day. Um, as I get ready to go cook my sausages, we've got tomorrow, we've got our... Uh, We've got our Bible story. Um, let's preview tomorrow's Bible story for a second. I know I said I was doing Seize the Day, but I'm not doing that right now. Uh, the Ark is captured. 
tomorrow the Ark of the Covenant is captured. That sounds like a good story to me. Ark, this is pre-Indiana Jones, of course. Um, so the Ark is captured. We got a letter from Grandma. Lady Jerry told me today that she found a letter from her grandmother, uh, who is in fact still alive and 102 years old. And so we may have a guest letter from Grandma tomorrow. Promises, promises, but that depends on Lady Jerry's ability to be here at the show. I wouldn't feel right reading a letter from her grandma on the show. I'd want I want Lady Jerry to read that. Um, <laughs> you'll be at a Walmart in Alabama tomorrow. Well, um, I hope they have if they have internet. I'll be here, or even if you have, you may have to use your data plan. Um, all right, today sees the day. Seize the day is from Jim Henson. Watch out for each other. We say this all the time. Watch out for each other. Love everyone. Forgive everyone, including yourself. That is the hard one in my experience. Forgive your anger. Forgive your guilt, your shame, your sadness. Embrace and open up your love, your joy, your truth, and most especially your heart. Jim Henson nailing it, nailing it on today's Seize the Day, and I have to say that's the that's the last page of the Seize the Day five, but I think we do have some a couple more to go here in the book. But uh, but uh, yeah Flavia you love that one. I love it too. Um, watch out for each other Love everyone and forgive everyone, including yourself. Forgive your anger, forgive your guilt, your shame, your sadness. Embrace and open up your love, your joy, your truth, and most especially your heart. I'll see you all tomorrow. Um, Keys, I'm jealous of your Indian meal. Um, Take care of each other, as Jim Henson says. Take care of yourself. Be nice to a jerk, and don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Tuesday, Bible story letter from Grandma. Who's in? I am. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Hello. It's me. Uh, Jake. Hello. It's, uh, I was going to say it's Monday, but it's not Monday, is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, June 1st, so it is not the first day of the week. But it's the first day of June. Tuesday, June 6th. Oh, got some Explore backup uh, cameras on the uh, on the computer over there. In case I want to do some exploring, some backup cameras. Jen, you're here. Greetings to you. Oh, man, I've got a little bit of a funny news to tell you, and I have, an apolo- I have an apology and some funny news. I'm doing a couple of things here. <laughs> Hello. Oh, let me turn the volume down. Uh, yes, I see Jen's here. See uh, who else is here. Don't see anybody yet. It says four people are here. All right. Well, just the four of us. We can make it if we try. Yes, Bob. Happy June to you, sir. Happy June, uh, Ouija. You're here. Welcome aboard from the land of the midnight sun. Keys pants are absent. Scott, greetings. You know, here is what I can tell you about today. Scott, you're here. I don't see Rachel yet, but let me tell you something. Lady Jerry went out to the, go to the hardware store, and she opened the gate, and there was a little bag hanging on the gate with some presents in it, 
and it was like, uh, Christopher, hello, greetings to you, Christopher, greetings, Jay, I see you, um, and, uh, there's bags with these presents in there, and, Belinda says, these look like they're from Rachel, but they weren't in a box. Uh, Gary, hey, hey. And uh, I said, that's weird. And then there's a note in there. It's from Rachel. And she's saying, oh, I guess you didn't get the email. And I was like, well, I didn't. I didn't get the email, Rachel. And I have been better than usual about checking my email, but I didn't check the email. I didn't see uh, the email. Hello, pick from Rachel that she and Jason were here in town because their daughter's going to college here and uh, we could have said hello to them. They were right in the drive. They were right outside our gate and I didn't realize it until after they had left uh, that they were here. So that was all oh, both slightly startling because people have your home address and they're right outside bringing you presents. This is the kind of stalking that is, I suppose, okay. Um, but we missed, we missed Rachel and uh, Jason today, so that was a bit sad and my fault because I didn't check the email, and uh, I blew it. I blew it. <sighs> I don't... I think they may be on their way to their airport now, or maybe they're just um, upset at my incompetence. Uh, or maybe they're right at... <laughs> Right there at the top of the driveway in their car. Uh, maybe they saw us. Uh, anyway, you're putting your dress out to anyone just in case there are presents. Yeah, Jen, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Um, <laughs> that may be how we go to Jake Fest. We just drive around on a big bus and pick everybody up. Um, that could happen. But today is Tuesday, so that means Bible story and letter from Grandma. And today, guest letter from Grandma, from surprise Grandma. Uh, Lady Jerry Belinda's uh, grandma has written a letter. We're going to have that. We're going to have that as our letter from Grandma today. Instead of my grandma, it's going to be her grandma. Um, <laughs> my grandma, but your grandma sitting by the fire. Um, hey now, so today's Bible story, as promised, from here the uh, Children's Illustrated Bible. Um, oh, I thought the camera was supposed to be following us around, but it doesn't seem like it is following us around. What What's what's gone wrong? No, it says live follow. Find faces, live follow. I don't know why it's not doing it. Um, there we go. See if that helps. Um, oh, yeah, there we are. Now things are happening, huh? Oops, a little glitchy. I did just upgrade the firmware. Oh, the Mevo. Tedious. Just in time for the grandma battle. Not quite. <laughs> we had a little Bible story first. Um, where's Dave? I don't know where Dave is. Where's Dave? Dave's not here. Um, easy to find in Spotford, New Hampshire. Just look for the golf course. Any presents that anybody wants to leave would be most appreciated. Well, Bob, that sounds good. Uh, don't leave a golf cart in the lake. I get that. Uh, the Ark is captured. The Ark of the Covenant, um, if you recall, previously in the Bible, the Israelis have the covenant from... Uh, from the Lord, their Lord, the, as, as depicted in the Bible, the Holy Bible. The Israelites, badly defeated in, the battle, in battle by the Philistines, decided to fetch the Ark of the Covenant from Shiloh. Uh, it's their lucky charm, the Ark of the Covenant. And it does seem like God's promised them the promised land, and they're in the promised land. 
and they're getting some hass from the Philistines, and they're defeated in battle by the Philistines, so they decide, what we need, what we should get is the Ark of the Covenants, just to show that off a little bit. Um, when the Ark was near, they believed that God was with them and would save them from their enemies. <laughs> Does God just forget? Hey, did you forget the deal you made with us, God? Do we have to, do we have to go get the Ark? Uh, it's us, the Israelites. The Ark was carried into camp, and a great shout went up, a shout that struck fear into the heart of the Philistines. That sounds like the that sounds like the type of shouting you do when you've just uh, brought the Ark of Covenant around. It's like the Stanley Cup when it comes to your time. The Israelite God, Israelite God is a terrible God. The Philistines said they said they said that to one another. The Israelite God is a terrible God. He is terrible, very terrible. Yeah, I'm a little worried about him. What if he shows up at night? I don't. Know. We should lock our doors. Yeah. And do you have any lamb's blood? I heard that works. Um, okay. We must fight with all our strength, not to be overcome. The Philistines said, and again the Philistines fought and defeated the people of Israel, and they. <laughs> Seize the ark, and the Israelites must have been like, "What? The, this ark doesn't work. We've got to take take it back to arks or us, because uh, this thing is what kind of a warranty do we get with this ark of the government? First, we get defeated. We think it's not big. The ark isn't close enough, um, and then we bring the ark close, and they kick our ass now. And now they've stolen our ark. <laughs> good. Well, good. Hey, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, all right, a man from the tribe of Benjamin." fled from the battle, and went to Shiloh, where he found Eli, the old priest. What has happened, my son? asked Eli. The Philistines have defeated us, and we've suffered heavy losses, and the Philistines have taken the ark. <laughs> Eli said, you had one job! Uh, I, <laughs> I loaned you the ark, you know, all you had to do was bring it back. You, I'm revoking your checkout privileges um, from the temple. When Eli heard that the Ark of the Covenant, which he had watched over for so many years, had been captured, his heart stopped, and he fell to the ground dead. Oh. So Eli, crushed that they've lost the Ark, he doesn't realize that it doesn't work, um, the Philistines took the Ark to Ashdod and put it in the temple of Dagon. Dagon Ark? That Dagon Ark doesn't work. Beside a statue of their god. Hmm. We're going to put your box of books next to a statue of our God. The next morning, the statue of Dagon was found lying on the ground in front of the ark. Hmm. Puzzled. Uh, the priests set the golden image upright. But the following day, Dagon was found again on the ground, and his head and both his hands were broken off. Ooh. Soon afterwards, the Philistines were struck by a plague of boils and their land was overrun with rats. So the ark does work after all. It, maybe they just, it just needed to be like those old TVs we used to see. The Fonzie would fix a TV by slapping it. Um, the Fonzie? Uh, I think it was just the Fonz. Fonzie. Uh, we must set the ark back, send the ark back with a peace off offering, the Philistines decided. No, now they're afraid of the ark. Uh, they laid the ark on a cart, and beside it, they placed a casket of gold. That's a good present, right? <laughs> Let's just put the gold in the casket. Kind of sends a little bit of a mixed message. <laughs> like, here's a casket. We're going to bury... No, it's full of gold. Surprise, we love you. Um, they wanted to see how powerful the God of the Israelites was, so they put untrained cows 
between the shafts and without a driver, the cows pulled the cart straight down the road. So the cart, it's great at producing plagues of boils and rats. Um, it doesn't work when you're battling the Philistines, but it'll knock over your statue and break its head and hands off. And uh, you can teach a cow some tricks. Uh, <laughs> this, this arc, it's a kind of, it's really how you write the magic show that you're going to do with the arc. That's the important thing. Some Israelites were harvesting wheat in the fields when they looked up and saw the cart approaching. Overjoyed, they ran to it and gently lifted the sacred chest to the ground. They're very happy to have their uh, ark back. A burnt sacrifice was made, and they thank God that the ark was safely in their hands once more. And they said, look, we're going to take this thing, we're going to use this thing in battle again, but I, this time, you guys, uh, we're actually going to have to try a little harder. It only works. It only works if you work it, the ark. That's what we've learned about the ark. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a night at the museum meets Jumanji. Yeah, it could be. Um, <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Uh, I see Cindy's watching. <laughs> Have I ever worked with hand puppet? <laughs> that Philistine dialogue was right on the mark. Thanks, Pick. I'm doing the best I can. And as promised. It's Lady Jerry with a letter from Grandma. This perfect timing. I just finished the uh, the story of the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, um, yeah. oh well, I'm yeah. sorry that I missed that. I, I told my grand to give uh, uh, my best to God because she was going to church today. So I said, say good day from me and uh, give God my best. She Wait, didn't what? laugh. You called who? I was talking to my grandmother today, today? the one today. who wrote I thought, this letter. I you talked to her yesterday. No, that was my mother. Hmm. I have a mother. I have a grandmother. So, yes. so my grandmother, as you guys probably, you know, she's old. She's 102. So, so I said to, so I said to her on the phone. So she was going to see, she was going to church today. And she said she likes it because it's right there in the, you know, the old, you know, people's home where she lives. They've got a I church hope, right in their home. Yeah, it looks a bit pixelated and weird. Hopefully, it's not too horrible for you guys. But anyway, um, yeah, when I said, you know, say good day to God from me. She didn't think it was funny. She didn't laugh. I mean, maybe she couldn't hear me. She can't see very well, and she can't hear very well. But she... Uh, well, but I did it's think... also a weird thing to say to someone who's 102. <laughs> <laughs> say hey to God for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she might not get... Yeah, she probably just... Yeah. Yeah, you mean today or when I die? <laughs> yeah, no, I meant today when she goes to the house of God. I know what you meant. So my grandmother, who's 102... I thought that she was not the oldest person in there, that there was some old guy, some old geezer, who was 107, which is what is my there? mum told me yesterday. Well, my mum has got her, got her wires crossed. No, there was an old duck, a lady, who was 105, but she, um, what did Gran say? She curled up her toes the other day, meaning she's dead. So curled now, up, you popped her clogs. That's what well, you you'd say popped clogs, but Gran well, says we curled say up her toes. No, no, no. She, she curled up her toes, my grandmother said. And now, Edith, my gran, is the oldest uh, person at Waipu at 102. Yeah. So she's got as the title. I've, as I've said before, when, you, when they put, that, when they put <laughs> that crown on your head for the oldest person on earth, that's, you, yeah. it's still warm from the person they took it off of. And uh, it's, you better enjoy it. You yeah. want to schedule your party right away. Yeah. Slow internet 
top. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, okay, about don't that. even read that. Okay, so should I read? Now, yes. this I'm very sad is just a short letter that I found, and this was a birthday letter. So she. But pretty good. What year yeah. is it from? This is from 2015, and it's the 24th. We put the day first. We go day, month, year, which really is more logical than month, so April, day, year. April 24th. No, that's a seven, actually. It's, no. It's July. July, it's for the July 21st. Oh, oh. Fourth. 2015. Oh, no, maybe 27. 2015. God. So that'd be... Uh, Not that long ago. Six years ago. Yes, Remember back in 2015? Yeah, how great things mm, were. That was before the pandemic, but after the global financial crisis. Well, Gran was still writing letters then. And this, this gives you a little bit of an mm. insight into my Gran. So, okay. Dearest Belinda, Jake, and Fanula, have very happy birthdays. I wonder if the temperature is any lower than when I spoke to you yesterday. Unfortunately, I can't remember back to 215 in July and how hot I told her it was the day before. Belinda, there are some interesting documentaries on the radio. Recently, I heard that James Watt, and I forgot the name of the co-inventor, patented and spent 50 years developing the steam engine with a lot of help from Mr. Or, or, yeah, Mr. Newcomb, James Watt got all the credit. Stephen mm. Gale, that's one of my mother's first cousins, so a second cousin to me. Stephen Gale told me there is enough coal in New Zealand to supply us with electricity indefinitely. Dirty coal. Dirty, yeah, dirty old coal, not very nice. And then referencing back, so what you'd call a callback in comedy, but not that it's funny. So I wonder if the famous Mr. Newcomb is your ancestor. Much love to you all, Gran. Because I've got a lot of... So my name is Belinda Josephine Newcomb Weymouth, and Newcomb is a family name, and it's my dad's second name. And we had a guy who was the Archbishop of Ireland. He was an English guy, but he got sent over to Ireland in the 1700s. Oh, you said uh, at first you said Ireland. I say Ireland to put an R in it, so otherwise yeah. I'd say Ireland. 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 So it would sound like an R. So when I say Ireland, I actually do put an R. And you're wearing your Irish cap. Well, it's from New Zealand, but we could say yeah, it's Irish. It's, a lovely cap. it's green. You got that from uh, Air New Zealand. I got that on air points. The air points were about to expire, and I could have gotten something nice for a family member in New Zealand or something for you, but when I saw this cap, I mean, when I got the cap, oh, I thought... Oh, you really did a good job. If it was too big for me, it was going to be yours. <laughs> it would have to be very big for you. I've got a very Yeah, you've got a... Head. Yeah, what a noggin. That's what we say about Jake. We look at... We go, what oh, a my noggin. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I a, have a friend. What a compliment. I, so sweet. Yeah, so, so yeah, sweet. That's what I'm known for, my sweetness. I did say to Jake the other day, there are nicer wives than me, but they're not as fun. Jerry, I mean, and that's just been, not. That's your. That's sort of your motto, your business plan. It's. Your I'm going to get. A, I'm going to get a little. There's I'm going to get a badge. Ones, yeah, there are nice ones, but they're not as much fun. Yeah, exactly. So who wants a nice one if they're not as much fun? But um. Well, it's nice to have you aboard on the daily briefing. You know, oh, you're, well, you're missed mostly yes. by me. <laughs> well, no, by everyone too. But well, it's nice to say. Well, I hope. You, yeah, I miss you. I I hope you miss me. It's very nice to be here with you all, and I'm. Sorry if we just apologies oh, that it's a, looks like it's a little glitchy as I'm looking at it yeah. here, but that it may be coming out all right. But that just might be the <laughs> oh, what's going on. on very sweet hellos here. from everybody. Thank you. Mm. Yay for Lady J. Hi Jen. Hello Christopher. Thank you for welcoming me back. It's good to be back. Welcome to be back. Welcome I had a back. friend whose head was so big that his mother used, and he was an actor. How big was it? And she said, "Oh my God, when you're on television, you're." 
is as big as a ham. <laughs> <laughs> as big as a ham. Yeah, he's he got a ham. head like a ham. Yeah, can you imagine your mother? A Christmas ham. That's a big ham. That's a big ham. That's a ham that the whole family's going to eat. That's how you wouldn't like to have a head like a ham, but a Christmas ham is even worse. Oh my God! Yeah, thank God no one's ever told me I've got a head like a ham. And if you were thinking about doing that, please don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't. Somebody say, but Lady Jerry, your head is as big as a you ham. You do have a head like you have a head like a yam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Donald Sweet. Trump has a head like a yam. Orange. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Has your personality changed since you were little, or are oh. you pretty much the same? Oh, no. It's definitely changed a lot. I mean... You've you become a bit less nice? Uh, no, I've become more nice. And a and bit <laughs> more fun. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Less nice, more fun. I don't know. When I was little, I was very worried that my head was sort of the size of a pin, and I had a very big body, and I remember once... I must have had a dress that did it to me, this uh, summer dress, and it sort of made my body look very big and boxy, and my head looked sort of little on the top. And I remember asking someone on the grounds mm. of the Havelock North Primary School, and it's pretty vulnerable to say that to someone, because you know, then they're going to run into everyone else, and they're going to go, eh, tiny head, tiny head. No one ever said tiny head. No, no, because no, I asked her, I said, hey, if, if, is my head really little? Usually the joke about uh, husbands and wives is the wife will say, does this dress make my ass look big and but you were say, like does this dress make my head look big <laughs> no my head looked little oh does this make this my, dress make my head look huge yeah yeah that was my Tiny. problem yeah i was like does this it? dress does yeah. my head seem properly proportioned in this dress <laughs> so what does the dress have to do with your head i know exactly well i was trying i was explaining before the dress sort of was kind of boxy and then i just looked like i had this little sort mm. of turtle head that had come up out of it to sort of look around so a tortoise, you know, imagine, or a turtle when they come out and they look around and their heads are quite small in comparison to the whole big shell. Yes. Are you getting it now? I am getting Lord it. Jerry, <laughs> Jesus, I'm really. I've got a. I've, my head is. Really is, trying with is, the analogies to help this guy big, out. Is both big and thick. <laughs> Flavia has a terrible cluster headache today. Oh, no. Speaking of heads. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Oh, Nobody God. likes to have a headache. Big ass ham from Letterman. <laughs> yeah, Letterman used to do a joke about a big ass ham. Oh, oh, he did. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Um, well, I obviously didn't watch as many Letterman's as I should have, but I tried. Oh, well, you did your best. That's I did. I watched all the ones you were on. So you've got a new video up on your uh, Instagram. Is it on Instagram? No, or no, no. It's, it's on Twitter. It's so you've got to follow yeah. Belinda Weymouth on Twitter, and you can see your latest interview with. Cassandra Treadwell, she is a New Zealander, super cool woman. She's in Kenya and Tanzania, and she's educating girls and boys. And I interviewed her because, you know, they say that educating girls is in the top ten ways that we're going to lower. I've got it around to climate change. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, I'll go. go oh, no, no. Thank you, Carbon Jerry. emissions. And so... But the thing that was really amazing about talking to her, she's been on the ground for 12 years. She's educating uh, girls and boys. Um... But the girl thing is really huge because where they are, which is in rural Kenya, these kids are still being, the girls are being sold before they're 10 or 11 for marriage for a couple of goats. And um, and there's still female genital what cupping. What do you get for a girl now? Two goats? You get a couple it. of goats. And, and then what they try to explain is if you send her to school and if she goes on to university, you'll be getting a couple of goats every week out of, this, you know, out of mm. the one that you... Because everyone has to have a purpose. And, and it's not that the mothers are being cruel to them. Anyway, would you? I'm, I'm no, just, I was just laughing because I was just trying to do a, a goat dollar conversion factor.
Oh. Like our new camper. What, oh, how what many would, goats? How, how would that, what would that cost in goats? Stephen Gale told your grandmother back in 2015 that there's enough coal in New Zealand to supply them with electricity indefinitely. That means forever. forever. Yeah, I know, but New Zealand Which that yeah. can't possibly be true, because forever is a long, long time. Yeah, well, until we're underwater. But the other thing that this education is doing is these girls, you know, they see themselves as just commodities, their own, you know, they're the property of their dads and their brothers. And when they find out they have human rights, which are recognized by people all over the world, they kind of get like, you know, like kind of, wow. And, and it's having an effect, you know, they're coming back to the villages and watch my, watch the YouTube video and you'll see what happens. Cause it's pretty, mm. it's pretty amazing what some knowledge does. And the other thing, can I just say this really quickly? Well, this is about, Ed is saying, educating women lowers the birth rate significantly. Yes. Do you know, Ed, that if we educated the 130 million girls, you might have already heard me say this, who are currently denied education, if we started tomorrow, we'd have 843 million less people on the planet by 2050. That would be a huge And one. it's not necessarily because they don't want to have sex. It's because they... They're in. They're having birth control. Yeah, yeah, they're having, yeah, and they have fewer children. They have them later. I just thought I'd point their... that out, gents. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, gents. You're not going to be denied your, you know. But please watch it on YouTube, and if you can like it and share it with other people and subscribe to my channel, uh, that would be great. Key says Uma cost him five goats. She is some lady, Keys, <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah, admit. She's, she's a, well yeah. worth it. Well keeper. worth every she's goat. A <laughs> I mean, she's nice as well as fun, you know, um, right? <laughs> Pick is saying, meanwhile, in the U.S., politicians are trying to make students more ignorant. Sadly. Yeah. It yeah, seems it's so horrible. sometimes. You guys need to plan to go visit uh, Edith next summer, Ed's saying. No, no, no. He's talking about Cassandra. Nothing like having a local contact when visiting Kenya oh. and Tanzania. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, unfortunately... Oh, I should. I could see when Cassandra's going to be there because she lives in Wanaka, New Zealand, um, and then she goes there. But yes, I could see when she's going to be there and then I could do another... We could visit know. her in New Zealand. You could interview her in person. No, but Wanaka's not nearly as exotic as Kenya or Tanzania. We've been to Wanaka before. I mean, Wanaka's beautiful. Wanaka, it's pretty great. I've never yeah. been to Tanzania and Kenya. Yeah, I've been to Kenya. It's <laughs> Not as nice as Wanaka. <laughs> oh, Wanaka's a bit nicer than this, isn't it? Oh, my God. Oh, they well, don't have any. Wanaka. I'd like to get a flat white. You can't get a flat white in Tanzania, can you? Do you remember, nah. do you remember that? Well, you said they go Oka, not like a New Zealander. Do you remember well, the look, fantastic the cafe that there is in Wanaka? Yeah, Kai Fakapai. Kai Fakapai. Oh, my God. They have some good food there. If you go to New Zealand oh. and you go to Wanaka, you have to go to Kai Fakapai and have their delicious food. The cafes in New Zealand, the lunch there is really good. Right? Yes. <laughs> I would have to say, in New lunch Zealand, generally, favorite. lunch is better. You have a big lunch, and uh, don't plan on going heavy on dinner. Jake um, likes cheesy, eggy, bacony things, and New Zealand is really down for that. <laughs> That's why I love you, you cheesy, <laughs> eggy, and bacony. I'm not Oh, bacon it's about time for another bacon and egg pie, isn't it? Bob well, says he paid seven goats for his wife, but he got three chipmunks in change. As <laughs> Keith says they still have leftover chicken tikka masala and prawn biryani. Oh, God. Biryani. You're going to make Jake very the, jealous. Oh, you should have seen the pictures. It was really good. Yeah. Did you take good. any pictures of what I made for our Memorial Day dinner? That was pretty yummy. Uh, no. It was very colorful. It's, yeah. Well, it's a dish. There'll be other opportunities to take photos of that. <laughs> um. Wow, what a resounding endorsement from Lord Jerry. 
I was like, come on, man. Well, the my neighbor, Cassandra, she was very... She loved it. It's because I did it in colors. It was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful. I mean, yes. It, and I yeah. cooked hot dogs and sausages on the grill. You did. And Fanula cooked herself impossible burgers because she's an impossible girl. It was girl. quite a day. She's a vegan. What else did we have? There were buns. Oh, and our friends bought uh, spinach madeleine. You know, it's a bit of a weird thing, I suppose, to have for Memorial Day, but we didn't think so. We thought it was a delicious yeah, we're going to have it again for dinner tonight, aren't we? Yes, because we got left for the left leftovers. Now, this is you're punching someone in the... in the. Well, it's a bottle opener, but it's also... Oh, no, it goes right. the other way. You had it right the first time. It goes this way around. Yeah. The big side goes on the mm. inside. It's little... Yeah, it's too big for me, and I'm not going to be opening any Brass bottles Brass knuckly kind of thing. You have to stand Uma's up. Mother, <laughs> Uma's mother ate one goat and trained the others to do chores around the house. Wow. Oh, that's a good goat. That's a good... That's a that's a nice mother-in-law. Mm. She eats one goat, but the other two she trains to do chores. That's pretty great. You're just standing yeah. up. She do you have to go, Jerry? No, no. My back is a little bit mm. iffy. Well, would you like to... S it's oh, time for... Seize the day. Did you see? We're I gonna, didn't say it. I yeah, saw you gonna, pick it up and I went... We're going to seize the day. Yeah. Um, isn't this exciting? Seizing the day. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the question box. That's not... Yeah, it's out of a book and I'll read it. No, <laughs> you'll read oh, it. You can if you want. <laughs> no, you'll read it. Go oh. on. I know which what well what my peas and McHughes are. How to mine my peas and McHughes. Speaking of bacon, mm. this is really fortuitous, and also apologies again to to Rachel that we missed you guys. Um, oh my God! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bob says when you eat one goat, the other goats fall right into line. <laughs> Today sees the day from Sir Francis Bacon. Oh, mm. that guy. All right. Begin doing what you want to do now. We're not living in eternity. Tell me about it. We have only this moment, sparkling like a star in our hand and melting like a snowflake. It's a nice one, but I don't recommend you tell the oldest person in your uh, nursing home that. <laughs> But it is too true. Mm. We have only this moment sparkling like a star in our hand and melting like a snowflake. Well, you know what oh. the oldest person at Wirepoo says every morning when she wakes up? Fuck, again? Yeah, bugger! <laughs> because she woke up. Mm. Well, anyway, my poor gran. Old and tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I say every and morning sweet. when I wake up? I wonder if Jerry's got her top on. <laughs> All yeah. right, everybody. He is so predictable. There is just no... Yeah, he leaves nothing to the imagination, uh, guys. Um, so sweet. So take sweet. care of each other and yourselves. <laughs> no, it's not a ham. Head like a beautiful ham. No, it's, a, it's a small ham. Like a beautiful ham. ham this with would a... not feed everyone at Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's yes. just a little one. If my head was a ham, we'd <laughs> yeah. have to we, yeah, tighten we have to up supplement. our guest list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't give okay. up. No, don't do that. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I love you, you precious snowflake. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.